Hey everybody, I'm Nick Davis. Welcome to Simply Not Easy, the podcast about simple action steps to improve the journey of your life as I work to improve the journey of my own. Hey, what's going on everybody? Welcome back to Simply Not Easy. Hope you're all having a great day out there today. So, workout Wednesday. Today's a bit of an unconventional one, but before we get to that, we got some updates for y'all. So when we left the uh, crazy decathlon between me and my friend, we were currently at a one to three record that I was down one three or he was up three one. Well, we have uh, gotten some uh, more gain. We have brought it to a tighter competition level. Um, so it is now three two in his favor still. I have two, he has three. Um, and so yesterday I beat my good friend Chris in tennis and it was some high quality tennis at least as far as it goes for the both of us um, He says it was the best tennis he's played um, It was I'm not gonna guarantee it was the best I've played, but it was some good tennis and a ton of fun So we did first to win two sets uh, So typical, you know full tennis rules and everything we didn't go for the full match for three full sets, but hey That's all right. We enjoyed it out there anyways so um, he ended up, I got, I got worried at first. So the first set he went up five to one. And for those of you who don't know tennis up there, um, you know, you win six games, that's the set. So anyways, um, five, one, I end up coming back, tying it up to five, five in the first set. He went up six, five, tied it up six, six. So you got to win by two. Uh, he went up six, uh, seven, six. He did end up getting that one eight, six, but the good news is Myself as an energizer bunny wore that poor man out. So we came out second set, ready to go, slinging after it. Uh, you could tell that his arm was uh, slightly more tired. So just, hey, ready to get after it. Body was feeling good, but get my mental game back on. It was tough mentally being down 5-1 and making those errors. But hey, my job was just about keeping the ball on the court, keeping my placements right give myself just a hair of a margin for error, maybe not taking those risky corner shots like I would if I was up 5-1. But hey, just having a blast with it, keeping the ball on the court and playing my game, staying focused, chipping away at him, getting him tired. So I won the second set, 6-3. We're tied 1-1. The next set wins it all, and I won that one 6-3 as well. So a ton of fun. Glad we're in that competition. But however, tennis is not what I want to talk to you all about today. But, well, maybe it is. We want to talk about movement and activity for the aging athlete, for the aging mover, for the aging human, and what you can do to continue that. And tennis may be a solution for that. You see a ton of people who are quote unquote retired from their jobs, you know, they still play tennis, you can get around with it. Um, It's an active sport that you can still be moving around, but it's not wearing like we're sprinting up and down the court for basketball or outdoor track season or anything crazy like that. But. I want to talk to y'all about an example that we got out here, and she's a dancer. Well, she is more famously known as a dance choreographer. 78-year-old Twyla Tharp. I'm hoping I'm pronouncing that name right. Twyla Tharp. She has just released a new book. I was reading a New York Times article about her recently, and also saw um, a video of her recently just talking about her stuff for an interview. Pretty cool stuff. She released a new book, again, at 78 years old, called Keep It Moving. She is one of the uh, extremely famous 
choreographers of the American Ballet and all the cool stuff. I am not very involved in the dance world out there, but it's beautiful stuff that they do and put on. And I love the interview with her. I love the interview and being able to hear from her and see, you know, her perspective on life. And at 78 years old, she doesn't quote unquote believe in the whole process of the aging body or that people need to slow down she says that people just buy into these narrative too much and we like gravity collapses down we take up smaller and smaller spaces we move with lower energy but she said no we need to move big we need to we need to walk tall big strong take up space with our body and not be so afraid to be kind of closed in like we naturally do over time or we have this narrative that we do so we believe in that that we can continue to per, per, perpetuate that forward. And she she goes on to say, you know, we just need to shut up, get out of our own way, and do what we enjoy. And that's it. She, she thinks that way too many people, I agree with her first of all, way too many people give up on what they enjoy way too early. Way too early. I mean, she's 78, and she says that she can bench her body weight, that she can deadlift twice her body weight, Albeit her body weight ain't that much, but dude, she's 78. That's freaking incredible. And that should be more like normal for us. She's been a ballet dancer for the longest time for her entire life. She's always been moving. She's got great flexibility. Honestly, she probably has better hamstring flexibility at 78 years old than I do right now. She's sitting in the chair, kicking her feet up close to her head and everything. Um, I got a friend who's a dancer that she jokes that one time she gave herself a bloody nose by kicking herself, uh, kicking herself in the nose just standing up. And I told her that, uh, well, it's a good thing to have that problem, but I will never have that problem in my life. But anyways, Twyla Tharp, um, just a great example out there about all you can do, what you can do. I'm not saying she's 100% correct with everything, but I love her beliefs. She's system i love the way that she goes up there i love the way that she says you know just like her book says keep it moving and i also love her her sass and her attitude that she has there's one point in the interview in one of these interviews where a guy says to her um he makes a comment complimenting her and says that you know she's been renowned as one of the top female choreographers of all times and she and she interrupts him immediately and says that's bullshit he's like what do you mean female choreographer is that she's like i do this that and the other thing what does female have to do with any of it don't rank me as the best of the females rank me as among the best of the best so i love that kick-ass attitude whether from a woman or from a man rank you as where you are with the best out of the best not with the best in whatever category of gender or race it happens to be but hey we're out here we're moving we're getting after it and ladies like tyler thorp um it is she is an example and again it's one thing for me to say and me to do it uh being somewhat young but that's expected of the narrative right and hopefully i'm going to keep doing that for myself and continue that as i'm her age and even older as well but when you see it from examples like her this gives us permission and it changes the narrative for us so it's all about changing the narrative this workout wednesday is not about you know here's the regiment here's exactly what you have to do she does have an extensive regiment she does have an extensive moving stretching physical exercise routine lifting incredibly strong core strength that she has as a foundation for herself but it's all about moving big proud strong taking up space and moving your body frequently revving up that metabolic state so 
today, our takeaways, no matter how old or young you are. What do you do in your pastime? What do you do in the in-between times? Don't just sit down all day. That's freaking boring. You think you can concentrate good sitting down all day? No wonder people are diagnosed with this ADHD thing. Maybe it's actually you're just more in tune with your metabolic system. And again, I have tons of theories about this. I don't want to get in a ramble too much. But there are tons of studies out there about these kids that are quote-unquote ADD or ADHD. All of a sudden, you give them these standing desks that they're implementing in all these classrooms now. Guess what? They're performing just as good as all these other kids automatically just by that. Why? Because they can actually wiggle and squirm and move as their bodies are designing them to do. As their bodies are designing them to do. And different people have different resting functioning rates of movement. You guys know this from everybody you've been around. Maybe you move less in your life. Maybe you know people who just move all the damn time. They do this with rats too. There are certain genes that they can trace where they've done experiments where certain rats, you know, they'll, or mice, I forget which ones, honestly. But they'll run like, you know, for a mile a day or something like that on the little wheel. But then they have other rats they track that run an average of three miles or more. Okay. So what do they do? Well, they breed these rats. They breed the ones that the ones that run three miles with the other ones that run three miles. Guess what? Their offspring run closer to five miles a day and operate at that higher, higher level. They breed those together. The offspring operate at around seven miles a day. That's just, and again, this isn't with incentive or anything else. It's just what they like to do. So maybe we have a resting um, energy state that's built into all of us. Some are higher or lower than others. But I truly believe that we are not coming close in this modernized world um, of tapping into that. You know, I spent yesterday beautiful fall weather out here in Ithaca. Um, loved it. And about 60 degrees or so, leaves falling, stunning, clear sky, sunshine. I spent eight hours outside yesterday. It felt amazing. Six hours of yard work or so, a couple hours of tennis out there, high level competition. I spent more time outside than I did inside. <laughs> And it felt great. That should not be such a rare incident. This should not be such a rare incident where you can say, oh man, that felt amazing. Where I was outside much more than I was inside. That should be much more commonplace. You know, we talk about the orca, the killer whale. It's known for its dorsal fin. It's known for that tall fin when it comes in and out of the water jumping around. You see that sucker at SeaWorld after it's been in there for more than a year or so? Guess what? That fin legs down. It gets droopy. Why? It's been domesticated. It doesn't have that wildness to it. Its fin gets all floppy. It's freaking domesticated. If that's domestication, what are we doing to ourselves? Well, guess what? It's time to get wild again. It's time to move again. And for Twilight Tharp, thank you for being an example for us all. And we need many, many more examples. And there are many, many more examples. So, as she says, keep it moving. All right, y'all. Simply, not easy.